A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the review show after Liverpool's uh, rather strange 3-0 draw with Sevilla in the Champions League. Uh, okay, so I'm joined by Tom and Ross for this one. Uh, Tom, what the freaking hell did we witness last night? A really good game of football, but nah. I am, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm just not bothered. No, I, I, I wanted I, it to be boring and 1-0. No, I, 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 you'd, that's prefer, what, you'd prefer us to draw 3-0 than to win 1-0? No, that, no. <laughs> but, but it's it's one of them. That's why we wanted to be in the Champions League, to face up against teams who are going to play like we've played. They played so good football. And the fact that we're disappointed that we that we drew is mad because they should be disappointed that they drew because they should have won that game. They played us off the park and we just capitalised on our on our chances that we got in the first half. I, I'll be honest, the result's really frustrating and the fact that the way we draw at the end is really frustrating, but... As a, as a game of football, that was it was really good. Man. No, it was a, Tom. You're right. It was an exciting game of football. Uh, I I'm not comfortable with the way that Liverpool lost those three goals, though, and I don't think any Liverpool fan okay. is. Yeah. Uh, I think at the end of the day, going into half time, if you put any weight into expected goal stats, ours was two point eight two, and theirs was point five four, which was their Nelito chance. That was really all that they created. Now, I don't think Liverpool played particularly well first half. I don't think we strung any passes together. I think Klopp said as much, and Gini Wijnaldum said as much, actually, in his post-match interview. Gini Wijnaldum was talking about it and saying, like, Liverpool didn't, we didn't play well. We didn't put our foot on the ball. We didn't control that game of football. And that's the disappointing thing for him. But second half, when we really needed to, Ross, we definitely didn't. And we weren't making as many chances, creating as many chances, obviously, and sticking any chances away. No, I think that's exactly what Tom said. It's not the, the result, but isn't what people are annoyed at. I think it's the, the overall performance, and especially, obviously, the, the second half. Uh, they just came out, out of the blocks. Um, Ava Benega just absolutely ran that show. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if anyone else picked it up, but I don't know they did on commentary. It was why someone just didn't go and man-mark him and just completely take him out of the game because he was pulling strings left, right and centre, and we, we just couldn't cope. But first half, I, I thought they had two clear chances. Um, the one that carrier saves and one that goes goes ben, yeah, that yeah, puts it just, just wide, just, just wide. and you think you know we, that, I think that was at one nil and we could have been two one down before half time I think we just got really lucky um, but I thought they just dominated midfield yeah. and we just, we just couldn't couldn't handle it um, 
even for that that first one, I know everyone's going to kind of slate Mourinho for his performance last night. That Ben Yedder thing, he, he was miles away from where he should have been, and he was just left a massive gap open. That, that should have been an, an awakening there and then yeah. to th- their dangerous attack. It's almost a mirror mirror side. Their defence is shocking, like ours. But going forward, they're just as dangerous as we are, and we know that because of when we drew them last time. Well, that's it now. But the worrying thing for me is that that's what the third time we've played Sevilla and we've had a lead at half time and they've changed something up and they've come back mm. into the game. Yeah. And this isn't something that's brand new for this Jurgen Klopp side. This is a this has been a problem for Liverpool for a while now. We we did some we looked into some of the stats last night. Um, Liverpool have dropped points in twenty one games under Jurgen Klopp now from leading positions at half time. He's only managed the side for one hundred and nineteen games, Tom. Um, so people are quite rightly, I think questioning Liverpool's game management. Definitely, and it's hard because we've done that to other teams. We've come back like that. And I think it's just... A different mentality needed to come back in a game Definitely. and to hold on, isn't it? Definitely, and, I, and, and I, we just don't have... We were talking about it. We're not built to be a 4-5-1. We don't train that. We were talking about it while we were watching it. You could see we don't. And when you're asking Mane and Salah to kind of tuck in... It's it's really difficult, I think, for them because they, they that's not something that they want to do. Of course, they have to do it. The professional footballers, but they're always looking to go, and it's it yeah, it's just it's just really frustrating that it keeps happening. And I imagine we 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 grind out that result of three two. That kind of puts to bed, not puts to bed, but it puts the rest for a, a while. Just okay, we can't do this. We can't. We can't defend in a Champions League tie away from home. And we were so close to doing it. That's what hurts the most. That's why I was so angry. That's why I was so upset after the game. Um, because it's, we were so close. to. Yeah. to of course we were. Like, listen, it's an injury time winner for them. And it's another corner. It's another second ball from a corner. And, you know, Clavin doesn't quite get enough on it. Uh, it's since come out since the game. And, pro- and probably why it's, it's dulled my negatives on the game. And, and why I'm starting to think... F- a bit more positively about it is that their manager told their players at half time, Ross, that he had prostate cancer. Freaking hell. He gamed them there, and he? Yeah. He's used everything to get a result against the ball. And fair play to him. And I hope that he, uh, you know, the, the real. The real game starts for him now in Definitely, life, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was only appointed in May. So fair play to him for you know stepping up. Hopefully they've caught it early and stuff, so they expect him to make a full recovery. Um, but it, they, it, his players fought for him and fought for their team, and their fans got into it. And whatever, that is a difficult situation for a Liverpool team to hold up against. And we didn't quite do it yet. But you know what? We still got to draw away. We're still top of the table. We our destiny's still in our own hands as far as Champions League go. We've still not been beaten. That's a tough place to go. I mean, no one's won there in how many months? 20, I think it was twenty-five games. Game, yeah, twenty-six yeah. games now. Yeah. That makes it. People fight for records, Ross. Mm. They fight to keep those records because they know how hard they've worked mm. to have that record in the first place. So for Liverpool to go in there and get a draw and still be top of this Champions League group after the adversity of that second half shows that we still do have something in the tank. Yeah, but that's why I said before, it's just frustrating. Or the result wasn't frustrating because you would have taken a draw before we went into that game, I think. Um, but it's just because we were 3-0 up and then we, we obviously th- we threw it away. Um but it, it kind of explains why they came flying out the blocks in the second half. And I think people underestimate Sevilla. I think yeah. they've got a much better European pedigree in the past five, six years than, than we have had. 
Absolutely. Because they've won trophies left, right and centre and they've consistently been in Europe. So for us, not only to be top of the table, we've not been in the Champions League for a few years and when we did, we fell straight out of it. So yeah. to manage what we're doing top of the group still and doing all right in the league again, I think we need more credit where it's due, to be honest. But it's just because just the arse fell out of us, that's why it was viewing. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And <laughs> I can totally understand that. Listen, we've got some comments, so we'll go through some of them now. Manjot Singh says, it felt like a loss, to be honest, but we got to keep our heads high and focus on our next games, especially the game against Spartak Moscow, which is now a must-win. And, of course, we've got Chelsea and Stoke and, and a couple of others in between that. Um, so, Mike Tyson says, hardly slept last night because of our shocking defending. Forget Freddy Krueger, Alberto Moreno is the nightmare on my street, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, we do have to talk about Alberto Moreno's performance. Tom, for you, uh, a one question first for you. Carlos David said, Tom, lad, what happened to your beautiful hair, lad? It just got shaved off because it annoyed me, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone says scissors. Eight, eight and a six. An eight and a six. Right, Tom's haircut out of 10 in the comment section for me <laughs> and whether you think it's shaved or not. Uh, but we do have to talk about Alberto Moreno. Uh, first question I want to ask you, Tom, do you drop him for the next game? Definitely not. He's had a stinker, yeah. Um, but, look, he, he lost his head, but it's very easy to do in a crowd situation like that, in a game situation like that. As soon as he makes that first mistake, that free kick, like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Why push them over on the ground, especially when you know that they're going to throw themselves on the ground like they did. That's no excuse, but they did throw themselves on the ground every chance they got. Uh, as soon as he does that, and then the man runs across and gets the goal, that's it. His head's gone then, and it's so hard because hopefully the, the, the squad today when they're training, they all just go to each other, look, yeah, we could have done better there, but you can't just go... This man's a fault for this because it wasn't just him. There was a few places on that pitch that weren't good enough, especially second half. So, no, he comes back in, he keeps his place. We don't try not to damage his confidence more than he already has for himself. And just That's it. For me now, it's, personally, it's about Klopp and how he manages Moreno. I mean, you don't throw 16 good games away for one bad game. Um, the, the problem for a lot of Liverpool fans, I think, is that we've seen these type of performances from Moreno before, isn't it, Ross? And, you know, um, they were a few months ago now. This is his one shocker so far this season. And there's those extenuating circumstances of, of the crowd and the place that he grew up and, and, and made his football career and stuff like that. Uh, so it can happen. And it didn't just happen to Alberto Moreno. It happened to a lot of players. So I'm just going to go into the comments, Ross. Um, and it's, this one's Jamie Howson, who says, our defence was pretty solid last night. The midfield lost us the game. Is that something you agree with? Yeah, as someone mentioned at the top of the show, it's just, just completely dominated, whether it was outnumbered or I think they were playing 4-5-1 at times and then just we just couldn't handle them. Just, um, I don't know, you can't, you can't really explain it, can you? Because we've been so so consistent recently. Um, but I think that's what leads to, to, to most of their goals, the pace, especially when it came flying out of the box in the second half. I just don't think we were ready for it. Um, I don't know if it's... I don't think we were cocky to think that it was done and dusted, but I think we should have been more prepared and expected them to come out of the box a bit more and maybe been a bit more defensive in our approach. Like I said, David Benega ran it. Yeah. Why someone just didn't mark him? Just, ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know what? I think it's always good to play devil's advocate on stuff. And we were, I was having a conversation doing the podcast on redmintv.com last night with Sai. Um, Sai, I think I'm right in saying, correct me if I'm wrong, you thought there was a level of arrogance maybe that crept into the game. And you were looking at that maybe from... Let's look at Firmino's no-luck finish. Yeah. Do you try that if you don't think the game's done and dusted? I mean, first off, imagine if he misses that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I that's, mean. that's the greatest finish that's ever happened to me yeah. that I've seen. Like, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. You don't do that in a Champions League game. All right, it's 2-0. But imagine if you miss. I mean, he could have fallen over his feet. Anything yeah. could have happened. Yeah. But there is... There is question marks whether you agree with it or not about that side having a little bit too much arrogance. I don't think we played well defensively anyway. You watch back that first half, you watch back the whole game, the amount of times we were out of position, they were in the middle of the park and had the ball at their feet. That's where the chances come. Carrier saves us twice in that game. Massive saves. Is we that the Lita one and the one that was called off for offside that goes yeah, onto the bar? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry. Was that offside? Yeah. Okay. But... It's one of them where we didn't we didn't play well yesterday. We got three goals off of just taking our chances there, and that's something we don't do. Imagine like the the flick-ons from the front post. That's what we've conceded off, and I just I don't think I, I just don't think we were. Can I give you Can I give you another narrative that I was thinking about last night? Um, we here's the thing. Everybody thinks that Liverpool played amazing first half because they scored three goals yeah. and we played shit second half because we conceded three goals. I'm of the opinion that we didn't play well all game and we got a draw away in Sevilla because Liverpool got two goals from set pieces. They're not well-worked goals and they're not goals that we've come to rely on this season. They're goals when we've capitalised on situations, which is actually quite unlike us. You know, we're normally carving teams apart and salaring behind and all that type of stuff. We didn't really have a lot of that. We had a couple of those opportunities where Henderson plays through Firmino and the keeper makes a save. I think that's at 1-0. And then you had the one where Coutinho outside of the boots hit to Mo Salah, almost a carbon copy of the last game against Southampton. And Salah's is saved down loads of the keeper's left-hand side. But... 
Two goals from corners and one from, yeah, a great ball by Alberto Moreno. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Mane takes the shot and Firmino does his classic no-look finish. Uh, and then some mad dancing. So, spin it this way. Liverpool didn't play very well and got a draw away against the team that don't lose. Exactly. You know, and, and to keep us top of the Champions League group. And, and I think you've got to keep that in mind is that they're a, they're a great side, like you said just then. They're not, they're not bad. They've got good players and... and it's just the way we did it. it. It feels like a loss to us. It feels like a win to them, and it's neither. It, re- it really isn't. I don't know. Yeah, imagine you know, being on the opposite side as well. If you, if you were going three 0 down in a game and someone did a no look shot and scored, how pissed off and wound up would you be? I'd snap him. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'd, but it, I'd come from miles away just to snap him. <laughs> but it motivated to get back into the game, wouldn't it? Go, you taking the piss out of me? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. would like yeah. uh, if any of them saw it. Yeah. I mean, he did clock eyes with all of the severe players as he did, <laughs> so he definitely did see it. Like uh, one thing that we need to talk about, I think, is the captaincy thing. Um, and sorry, not the captaincy thing, the captain Jordan Henderson and his performance. You know, you, you go on social media straight after the game. You can just look through our YouTube comments. I've asked people for their comments on Henderson, so do get them in, and we'll come to them shortly. Um, leadership, Henderson's midfield performance, fifty-five percent. Passing is terrible yeah. from your midfielder. Um, but for me, and I said this last night on my match reaction, I still stand by it. I don't look for leadership from just one person. I look for leadership from 11 individuals who play that game. You know, when we're, when when you're playing at any level, football, whether it's five-a-side, 11-a-side, whatever, do you rely on your captain to G you up for a game of football? Nah, you don't. You've got to internalise that. You've got to take responsibility for that, and you've got to come out and, and show that you're a part of the team and you want to be a part of the team and you'll give your all for that team. That's what we were missing last night. Not leadership just from our captain. Leadership from every one of those players, bar, and I know we disagree on this, bar maybe Chan. Because Chan stepped up big time for me second half. He was tearing around trying to win the ball back. Didn't always come off, of course. Doesn't. But the leadership thing for me is all about 11 captains. Yeah, and look, Henderson wasn't good enough. Neither was Gene Wijnaldum. That's why they overran the midfield. Yeah. It's that simple. And as soon as we bring Chan on, we go into a three more rigid kind of thing instead of the two. I think, look, Sevilla got the tactics spot on. He just went, right, second half, let's exploit their, their, their formation and they did they just they, all, they outplayed us in the midfield they realised let's just overrun the two of them and they, they, they did that and I think look that the, the substitution from Klopp to take Moreno and Coutinho off really good I don't care about the timings we've just conceded the second one and he's done it boss that's what we needed to do and I think I think Chan was good but I also think Milner really just went oh, where Moreno was. might have gone Right, let's throw it and let's do it. He just went, no. The first time he got even close to the ball, he went, calm down, I'm taking the throw in, I'm going to take five minutes to do it. I think it, Milner's that, that leader that you need and with European experience to yeah. do that. Because as soon as he came on, he was geeing people up and, like you said, just calm down, slow play down. And that's what we needed to do because yeah. they were just all over us. OK, we'll get into some of the comments then anyway. Um, so... Stuart Smith talking about Jordan Henderson says, good player but isn't good enough to captain our club, but looking round, who else is going to take it? Uh, Hendo Wijnaldum, not good enough in midfield, says Brainy Graff. Uh, Stuart Smith said, just want a proper bastard in midfield. I think he's coming in the summer. Um, Carlos David, oh, I'll leave that one, but thank you for the nice comments. Um, that's a bit self-serving. Uh, Michael Nicosia, Pajak, who is the player that splits opinion the most? Jordan Henderson, that's why he shouldn't have the armband. Jay Callis says, I think Milner should be captain. Um, Ali hit zero. If Hendo plays, for me, we're just lucky to win. 
Come on, no, come no. on, man. Play nice. Um, Stuart Smith, excuses for Henderson all the time. It's bollocks. He's got the armband for a reason. Uh, Mike Tyson, captains are boring. Milner's boring. Perfect match. <laughs> so there's there's a quite there's quite a few things there, isn't there? Um, you know, I think Henderson does seem to split the fan base. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, and it's a tweet that they all came out with last night. How many goals does leadership? Stop yet. Yeah. I mean, it was a question, and I think it was someone of Jordan Anderson. But if you've got leadership across the pitch, maybe maybe you do stop goals. But if Jordan Anderson's got that leadership, does he stop any goals? He's having a really bad game regardless. I think he was shouting at the referee and stuff. The fact for me is, the reason I'm pissed off with Jordan Anderson is, he's had a bad game. Exactly. Like an absolute stinker of a game. Like probably him and Moreno were the two worst players on the pitch for me. Like Yeah, definitely. It's, it, it's hard because... When he has a great game, he has a great game, but then sometimes he has a great game and no one sees it. Yesterday, no excuses for him. He had an awful game. And, and what, do you, what do you say? Do you just get rid of him? Let's well, just sell him in here's January. Here's the thing, right, and this is kind of what I've come back to and what the comments are talking about, Ross, is that people want someone else to be the captain, but the type of captain they want is a real leader. Now, from those 11 performances, 12, 13, 14 performances last night, who is that leader? Because arguably it'd be Emery Chandler. I don't think he's Liverpool captain material because a he might be going in January, yeah. and and b he's not a first. He's like he's not a first name on the team sheet kind of guy as well. So that would be silly. You got James Milner who doesn't play all the time. It's the problem that it's not that Henderson's the captain. It's that people don't think we've got a captain. And I'll throw a name out that I think could be, and it was brought up in one of the shows last night. Adam Milana, former captain, leads by example, starts the press, wins the tackles high back high up the pitch. But best mates with Jordan Henderson probably <laughs> wouldn't want to go against him. So what's the problem there? Is that the, there's no? Is it that Jordan Henderson the captain, or that there's no captains, clear cut captains for Liverpool? In that in that current team that, that's fit, I don't think there is. I, I agree, Lallana um, would, would suit that, or Milner if he played regularly. Um, I think I think people see Klopp as that that role that people want as a captain, someone screaming, shouting, and, and, and delegating. So we have him on the pitch, but we don't have anyone. Inert's doing it, and I think the problem with Henderson last night is that's when you want your captain to step up. Is is when you're either having a bad performance or and or you having a European away fixture is when you need to step up and, and show not only a performance but a captain's performance as well because that's what we've been used to over ten, fifteen years or even longer than that. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. That's the review show. Uh, we'll be off now to film the final word show. Paul will obviously be hosting that. I'll be joining him as well as another guest or two. Looking forward to that. If you want the real in-depth stuff where we go into all the major talking points in the game, do get over to theredmentv.com. You can get it as a video version. If you just like podcasts, you can get every single uh, subscriber show we do as a podcast now. Uh, so you can save A, on your bandwidth, and B, your eyes from looking at me all the time. Uh, so do get over, check out the redmentv.com. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to like the video. And I've just got one more comment, except obviously it's just gone uh, off my screen. Uh, to end this on, James Stavroulakis, the severe manager has cancer and told his team at half-time, apparently, and they scored three. If that's the case, I'm not angry. He's not angry, you shouldn't be too. Liverpool have drawn away to Sevilla in the Champions League. We still top the group, destiny's in our own hands, and this side played badly and got three goals. That's not something to smile about. I don't know what is. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Sir. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.